0: So, uh, as our closure phase good to put a line around the experience of this last um, few days, it's probably seemed quite a long time it's been a pretty full deep experience, certainly for myself and I hope it's been full and rich in good ways and perhaps uh, pointed out some things you need to look at and work with in the future um, this process of deepening and, and reflecting and acknowledging and working energetics and psychologies and attitudes is uh, considered the highest form of uh, punya punya is translated often as merit, it means bounty something like that, it comes from the same word pun, boon, bounty or related, it means a certain fullness of heart fullness of heart Um, heart is enriched by directly accessing experience, heart is enriched by directly accessing and responding skillfully to experience Mm -hmm. and fundamentally these two kinds of responses, either we begin to acknowledge areas Our lives, our attitudes, our reactions that don't lead to our welfare or the other people's welfare cause stress, tension, confusion and we learn how to withdraw from that. So whenever we withdraw from uh, dark forces, the heart brightens and expands. So, you know, you (laughs) you make your heart big by withdrawing from unskillful forces the heart expands and feels stronger and more confident and this is actually the most fundamental uh, thing that w- that is encouraged uh, to acknowledge defect and withdraw from it and as we do with the precepts we refrain from is our, our precept not we promise to but we refrain from uh, the other kind of punya is that which is developed through deliberately expanding our intentions into skillful behaviour. When I say expanding your intention, it doesn't necessarily mean you do a lot more physically. Clearly, on a retreat, you don't do very much physically, but certainly it can mean that but it also means whatever you do physically mentally or verbally speech actions and thoughts you expand your your intention and your awareness of it so you really feel where you're coming from in in those places where you are consciously and intentionally and clearly cultivating the good um, this sense of lingering over the consequences of one's skills uh, is something that tends to be neglected. Uh, you know, we don't we don't really we may kind of remember it vaguely. But we don't really recollect it, and gather it up. And This is rather like planting seeds, uh, you know, growing trees and never picking the fruit. It's like it's there, but you don't actually soak it up. Soaking up of this punya is an important practice to do, to to linger in it, and and, because this is where, if you really get it psychologically, it helps to reframe your attitudes and uh, um, ways of doing things. If you get it on an energetic level, it begins to change your body. As the the stress hormones (laughs) wane (laughs) and the anxiety energies relax, and the not feeling good enough agitations begin to cease, and this has a physiological effect. Uh, One of the results of um, practicing metta is that uh, several results are. you do not die by fire, water, or violence. Uh, animals don't attack you. Uh, spirits and demons don't bother you. You are beloved by by benevolent celestial beings. Um, you sleep happily. Uh, painful dreams do not disturb you. Mm. Uh, you have a radiant complexion. Mm. Yeah. And so forth. Uh, so you say so why do you put that in there As so this it's some kind of beauty parlour because <laughs> you think I look in the mirror I think well you haven't done much meta today <laughs> look at that yeah, you can't rebuild the thing altogether but <laughs> still gonna have wrinkles and bends and dents and cracks in it but <laughs> there could be a certain kind of radiance of being this is what's meant by Ayu vano Vanno is, is beauty in some, but it doesn't mean that like just what you see in a Vogue magazine but actually a sense of as a shining lust, lovely quality that uh, comes from the energy is pure yeah. the energy is pure mm-hmm. and certainly you can see well, I don't, clearly I don't move in these circles but occasionally you might see a video clip of some movie star or something one oh, way she looks fantastic, and way yeah. think, what is that? It's not a human being. You know, it's, a, it's a sculpted thing with kind of, what is that? It do not look very good to me. I mean, on an aesthetic level, I suppose it's attractive, but it doesn't look very good. Because you can detect, you there's, no, there's no real beauty in it, there's no real luster in it, you know? And when you really see the real thing... You think, well, you know, you see, you know, men and women, all kinds of different physiques can have a certain beauty to their being that, that you, feel, you feel you get, you're lifted up by. And this is through cultivating skills and goodness, you know, the energy cleans the energy body. And you feel that, that brightness of energy, and vitality. If that's even an external effect, consider the internal effect that's going to be caused through that. Yeah. If that's what it, it can be detected outside, what, what's the internal effect going to be like? You know, what's, it's obviously, you look at the internal effects of people who don't. You know, ulcerations, digestive disorders, having to take sleeping pills, uh, you know, all kinds of physiological damage through through distractedness, restlessness, anxiety, you know, compulsiveness, it it damages bodies. And so when we cultivate punya, clearly, again, we're not looking to have an immortal body, but, you know, if it's it's going to affect at that level, because it's the effects it's going to have in terms of the the psychologies, the relaxation, the openness, you feel more expansive, um, larger, spacious. Mm -hmm. Um, certainly meeting Venerable Ajahn Chah who is quite a, physically quite a small person. I don't think anybody would have said he was physically beautiful. Physically it's kind of like a dumpy little frog like looking man. <laughs> 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 and yet people would flock to him with, with you know and uh and when he when he when was his presence you feel this you see this thing there. But that wasn't quite what you detected. You've got to feel this immense space. You know, I never met anybody who had so much space and comfort and ease. And you felt immediately warm and happy to be there because you had this vast uh, meta field, of loving kindness field and compassion field and tremendous strength. Firmness, once again, firmness center, open heart you know and he certainly manifested that Mm -hmm. you know so we but if you don't keep you know almost drip feeding that into yourself you're kind of you're not going to gather it you're not going to gather rather slowly it's important to recollect these things so you come to the end of a retreat spend some time acknowledging you know TV you know didn't need it Newspapers, world went on, didn't need it. You know, kinds of things I did. That's that's not it's not normal. That's not the normal thing. You've done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sitting for hours in a upright body pain. Well, yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, maybe learn a few 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 things. So we sort of Try to draw a circle around it, not to say, well that's the end, but just to say, look within that, within that container of those five or six days. Just touch into some of those flavours and colours and textures that you experienced. Remember it. This is when you were at your depths. This is not superficial, <laughs> you know. This is not just circumstance. This is coming to the depth of your your qualities. So you acknowledge that, remember it. The end of retreats, we customarily uh, align to the precepts and refuges. And this is, uh, it's not a credo, I believe, but it's an alignment. Remember, you know, awake, be awake. Don't be careless, be awake, be watchful, be attentive, be upright, Buddha. And you can put any kind of images you like onto that. The original, originally there wasn't even such a thing as a Buddha image yeah, it took you know, about 400 years before they even developed Buddha images it's just the space or you know something that gave people a sense of presence so you know you have your own sense of what does awake clear peaceful upright mean to you mm. so we take you take refuge in that I mean this one which coming from the depths of what I've experienced, it's going to stand with me and I want it to stand with me when I go wobbly get funny, have a difficult time, get scrambled, I want that one to come in and say steady on, take your time yeah, look at that yeah, that, I want that and when your mind is at this particular depth it's good to determine that Dhamma there is a way path, a practice, Santitiko, directly not what you think, imagine, hope for, theorize about, but directly experienced timeless it's not changing in terms of days or weeks Uh, inviting you to investigate look into that Pachatang means um, you know it for yourself, you know it in your guts you know it in your skin, you know it in your heart. Not, not just a thought, you really, right, that's it, got it. And uh, to something that's revealed by your wisdom. And every time you cultivate it, it does reveal your wisdom. You, you're you not as ignorant as you may think you are. Mm-hmm. There are these clouds of confusions, but there's, a, there's this solid quality of, of wisdom that we all possess but need to refer to and make use of more often and uh, Sangha the images of those who practice rightly practice with purity practice knowingly and practice with integrity directly so we try to cultivate that am I practicing with integrity directly straightforward my life like that then that's Sangha for me I iterate those qualities such as we have those Parami for example give you a very clear line of something you can stick on your fridge door on your windscreen remember that one (laughs) today something like that and then you've got these are the refuges the precepts themselves uh, it's fundamentally undertaking to refrain, and you hear yourself say that. To, to intentionally destroying or taking lives of living of living creatures, those that can have prana, life prana, they breathe in and out in some way or another. <clears throat> um, so this gives one a sensitivity and a sense of respect for creatures of all kinds, and we we recognise we have to share this planet with. Lots of creatures that we don't really want to get too close to, or going to take our food. So how do I ward that off? You know, what do I need to do to, to preserve my own space? What, what can I share to not take with that which isn't given? You know, it's just uh, so we can look at that in terms of material resources, also. um not being demanding other people's time or uh, attention. You know, we look at that. You know, is she wishing to offer me time, or am I just constantly badgering? <laughs> you know, me, 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 me. <laughs> uh, and so it helps as a guideline for relationship. And by and large, I'm sure we are all quite happy to offer and help each other. You know in the appropriate situation when there is a offering and a respect then, you know, then certainly we want to it's a joy to give to each other uh, sexual misconduct to keep the uh, sexual behaviour within the context of uh, something that's got some uh, trust and commitment and depth to it so we're not just using other people for gratification, not just using their bodies for gratification or playing games with them, stirring them up, getting them excited on that superficial level, some sense in which this intimacy is is properly bounded by a sense of respect and commitment, Um, refraining from harmful speech. very deep preset. Um, often helped by by saying a little less. Because <laughs> 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 often in the bivouac, suddenly one slips out. You know, it was a bit of a fib, wasn't it? Really, but it was fun. <laughs> you know, I think we all do that: exaggerate, or, or of course, gossip can be fun when it's about somebody else. <laughs> yeah changing tidbits and saying, oh, this is not beautiful, a bit cheap, really. So then using speech more positively as a way to transmit uh, helpful uh, qualities to others. One of the definitions of speech is, right speech is that other people's one makes, one talks about if one has to. With reservation and rather, oh well, you know, not too much. Uh, other people's va- positive values, you're happy to enlarge upon. So you always trying to encourage the good uh, at the right time at the right place. Refraining from intoxication, or well, actually not intoxication, but intoxicants. You know, intoxication is a matter of opinion. You know, if I, like if you can, they say if you can lie on the floor without holding on, you're not really drunk. <laughs> no, no, I'm afraid that doesn't that doesn't do. <laughs> if I can sit on a chair without falling off, I can't be that, that drunk. No, it just means you don't do it, <laughs> and you undertake to to train yourself like that. And clearly, there's all kinds of social conventions that I oh, should have a little glass now and then at christmas or somebody's birthday and you have to find your way with that for me it's very as you know because i'm this wearing this robe it makes it very easy The people don't really expect me to <laughs> and then we find we can get on quite agreeably with a cup of tea instead or something like that so but again you know it's uh it's, you know what gives you clarity and uh realizing that you can unfortunately just think by having a little bit you can support somebody else uh, in there who can't manage it you know? so you know because you have a glass of wine with them they, they, they don't really they don't get the sign that maybe the stuff is not so good so they have five glasses <laughs> you know, so it's it's quite I do you realise I don't really want to be drinking this I've got to drive tonight you know mm-hmm so you think okay if if the pilot of the jet plane you're traveling on says I'm just gonna have a quick glass of beer (laughs) I'm not getting on this plane (laughs) Uh, so these are the five uh, uh, moral presets they are training, training guidelines to be undertaken